Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Luna Love of the Podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded the Araqual people of the Bunjalung Nation, and pays respects to Elders past, present and emerging. podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and in this episode we're exploring Scorpio season. Full disclosure, I just recorded this entire episode, listened back to it. My energy was so flat. (laughs) And if you're a subscriber of this podcast, you'll know that the bonus episode this week was also a little bit flat and I promised this one wouldn't. So now I am re-recording it, hopefully with a little more energy. Um, But I just want to say, if you are feeling flat, if you are feeling tired... You are not alone. It is a collective energy being felt worldwide at the moment. Um, Another bit of full disclosure, Scorpio season does not begin until next week. So if you're listening to this episode the day that it airs, we've still got a few more days before Scorpio season kicks in. But I think it's always good to know what you can expect in advance. It officially kicks off in the wee hours of the morning on Tuesday, October 23rd in Australia, and will run until the 22nd of November. Before we dive in to Scorpio season, it is important to note that we are right in the center of the eclipse portal this week. Yeah, eclipse season began last weekend with the Libra solar eclipse, and next week we have the Taurus lunar eclipse. And honestly, I don't think there's a better sign to host the sun during eclipse season than Scorpio, the sign of transformation and rebirths. The Taurus lunar eclipse in particular completes the cycle of eclipses we've been working with since 2021, right? Transformational energy is true for Scorpio just as it's true for eclipses. Remember how I said in the last episode that the Aries solar eclipse in April began the new cycle of Aries Libra eclipses and we were just starting to get taste of the new themes? Well, the Taurus lunar eclipse wraps up the old cycle. So listen to me when I say you will be transforming through Scorpio season. And those transformations are likely going to come through the lessons of the Taurus-Scorpio eclipses. The theme for those eclipses was around security and control. Learning to surrender and let go will be your best means of navigating next week's eclipse. 
this week is like, I guess it's kind of like a corridor between the two two eclipses of this season. It holds so much energy, so much potency. There's nothing to do really other than to be aware of this, right? If things feel big, which they do, don't they? (laughs) If they feel unsettled, disrupted or chaotic, it's helpful to know it's all part of the transformation process. Through this corridor, hidden truths come to light. Relationships move through transitions. Power dynamics come into play. And we've got a few more days of Libra season, so perhaps more imbalances are highlighted. Speaking of imbalances, in this week's subscriber bonus episode, I spoke ever so briefly about current events. I'm not going to talk about them in this episode other than to say I personally, as an astrologer, find it very difficult from an ethical and morality point of view to draw parallels between what is happening astrologically and world events. Yeah, it feels trivial to draw those conclusions and I won't be doing it. I can't bring myself to do it. And look, I have respect for the astrologers that are, but it's just not my style. All right. I will say, though, that as I mentioned in the Libra season episode, the last few weeks, we're going to highlight where the imbalances are in our lives on a world stage and a local one. If you're in Australia, this could not be more true. We have seen the cold, harsh reality of an imbalanced world. As we move into Scorpio season, we're greeted by the sign often likened to the dark night of the soul, the phoenix rising from the ashes, the death and rebirth cycle. Scorpio, I hope and I pray that we have been shown the reality of the world during Libra season. We've seen the truth of how bad shit really is so that we can make a change so that we can usher in transformation and truly rise from the ashes as the sun moves into Scorpio. The truth can no longer hide in the shadows. All right, let's dive into Scorpio season. Scorpio season is a time of deep transformation. It's the ruler of the death and rebirth cycle. It's about embracing the changes that take place around us. And it asks us not to hold on to those things which must come to a close and need to go through a death of sorts in order for new life to bloom. We experience deaths throughout our entire lives. But with the intuitive nature of Scorpio awry, we're being encouraged to go deep within ourselves, to pull from the depths of our soul the deaths that need to occur. But, you know, it's also a really sexy time. But I'll come back to that because, you know, deep transformations first, sexual exploration second. There can be a lot of shadow that comes with Scorpio energy. But I kind of think that's a bit of a misinterpretation. You see, Scorpio isn't afraid of the dark, of what's hiding, of what's buried beneath, what's comfortable or accepted. It embraces what many of us reject out of fear or judgment or guilt or shame. You see, in the darkness, that's where we truly transform. That's where the magic happens. Scorpio is introspective, a little mysterious, very 
intuitive and oh so passionate. Its mission is to merge and penetrate psychological depths. Scorpio is not a sign that frolics in the light. It plays deep and expects you to dive deep too. Scorpio urges us to face the shadow, get comfortable in the darkness, tread the places we never dare to embark so that we can go through the transformations we need to evolve and grow. I bloody love Scorpio energy. It's intense, but if you allow it to function as it's destined, the reward is totally worth it. The trick with Scorpio season is that you have to be able to trust in the cycle, much like we've been doing with the eclipses. If you see or feel deaths occurring in your life and you try and halt the process, trick the cosmos, or hang on for dear life out of fear of what it means or who you'll be without it, You're just delaying the inevitable because Scorpio will find a way. Let's not make it trickier than it needs to be. Trust that Scorpio energy is sweeping up what needs to end so that a beautiful blossoming of new life can take place. Now, I know I keep going back to this one cosmic happening of the year, but Venus retrograde, a lot of shit came up. A lot of stuff came to the surface. Have you put the stuff that needs to be put to bed or to death to death? Have you done that yet? If you haven't, Scorpio season is going to help with that. And look, maybe it's the use of the word death that puts people off doesn't put Scorpios off. They're actually quite okay with death. Talk to a Scorpio about death. Yeah, they're really zen about it. It's it's cool. Rather than death, though, think of ending. Think, I'm done with this energy. Think, this no longer serves me. It is not useful. Think, I've grown as far as I can with this and it's time for something new. Think of Scorpio season as a shedding of sorts, a snake shedding its skin. Or here's a good analogy. I think I used it last Scorpio season, but I bloody loved it. So I'm going to use it again. Think of it as the caterpillar going through its transformation in the chrysalis and emerging as a butterfly. The butterfly is still the caterpillar. It did not die in there and then get resurrected with wings. It simply bid farewell to its life, its former life as a caterpillar a death from who it once was and it's now emerged in a rebirth as a beautiful butterfly that can now go to all these different places, soar to great heights and discover lands that the little useless wingless caterpillar could never go to or experience. This is Scorpio. Nothing dark about that, right? One of the words I used to describe Scorpio in readings to people is penetrative, mostly because it's a fun word to say, um, but also because it holds a lot of meaning. And I mean penetrative in every sense of the word. Scorpio's energy is intense. And if you think about each of us having our own sort of like energetic aura around our physical body, Scorpio has this ability to penetrate straight through someone's aura right to the depth of their soul. I personally think that's pretty cool. Many people who are not Scorpios find that very 
uncomfortable and it can be confronting, but it's Scorpio superpower. So if you're a Scorpio listening to this and you know this about yourself and you feel like you need to pull yourself back or turn yourself down, it's not, it's you. That's you, right? That's innately who you are. You have this powerful aura. It says more about the other people that can't handle it. Don't change yourself for them. I mean, within reason, unless you feel like you need to. (laughs) Everything I say comes with a caveat. Um, The other way of looking at this penetrative energy is through the sexual side of Scorpio, which is I'm sure where all your minds went when I said penetrate. Um, And look, I can't do a podcast episode on Scorpio season without talking about sex. So let's do it. The best sort of explanation, I guess, of why Scorpio is always associated with sex and intimacy is because Scorpio is ruled by the genitals. Yeah, every sign has a body part connected to it. Maybe I'll do an episode on this one day. But Scorpio is very much about the nether regions. This is where they derive pleasure and power and intimacy. So if their genitals aren't able to get the expression, attention, or release, say, that they're innately made for, it can limit the function of Scorpio as energy. Unfortunately, through religious, political, and patriarchal suppression, sex is something that we keep very secret. It's not spoken about. And if enjoyed with too much veracity, often shameful or something to feel guilty about. We, of course, know this is not the case. Many of us, perhaps logically and in the conscious mind, don't feel this, but ancestrally, subconsciously and cellularly, it's ingrained in us. So perhaps Scorpio is your sun sign or it shows up somewhere else in your chart. Perhaps this is just an energy that will feel familiar to you. But over the course of this season, experiment with leaning into your desires rather than dismissing or suppressing or shaming yourself. Explore what those intimate stirrings are within you and also know that intensity, which is often associated with Scorpio, builds when there's no release valve. If you get what I'm saying. So a practice for Scorpios, but also all of us this season, is to observe the areas in which intensity builds and it doesn't have to be sexual intensity and just get curious about why if there's a lid that needs to be lifted or a light that needs to be shun or a desire that needs to be explored find an outlet for it i have my mars in scorpio um i feel intensity quite often Uh, i channel it into my writing Yeah, creative pursuits are a really good way to channel Scorpio intensity. Um, But you might be more of a physical person, so perhaps some sort of exercise. Or sometimes it's just about an acceptance of you. Yeah, who you are. That's what causes the shift. Scorpio is the awareness of merging with another, i.e. intimate relationships. The objective of Scorpio is to attain ultimate trust and safety within those merging identities. That is the clincher. The trust and safety piece is what allows Scorpio to go so deep, be so intense and penetrate the psyche, the soul and the ego. Lastly, we cannot talk about Scorpio without mentioning the witchy 
psychic, spooky nature of this sign. It is no coincidence that Halloween falls in Scorpio season. And if you remove the candy and the costumes, Hallow's Eve is about the thin veil between life and death, human and spirit, soul and identity. Feel into the magic that comes when we let go of the reality of what we know as life and what we perceive to know as death. This is Scorpio. The psychic side of Scorpio really comes down to the fact that they're a water sign and they are highly, highly intuitive, but are also able to read people's psyche. And like I said before, they want to greet your soul. They're not playing on the surface. They want to go deep. I believe we can all access our psychic superpowers whenever we want, but especially at this time of year. Scorpio is a fixed water sign. So this season is all about feeling the feels. But like I mentioned earlier, with intensity. So don't overanalyze intense emotions as they arise. Feel them, process them, purge them, and use them to kickstart your epic seasonal transformation. Also worth noting that people around you will also be feeling this intensity, so don't let others' emotions rattle you. My advice is to spend some time on your own this month where possible, dial up the self-care, let go of the things that are naturally coming to a close, and be patient as new opportunities start to birth. Before we talk about some ways we can work with Scorpio energy this season, I just want to say... And look, this kind of goes for all signs. Um, But when Scorpio can be exactly who they are, accept their desires, embrace their intensity, merge with trust and safety, there is so much juicy goodness to access. Power, sensitivity, intuition, secretiveness, like in a good way, healing, passionate, transformative, focused, perceptive, penetrative, investigative. These are all beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Scorpio qualities. When Scorpio is not honoring themselves, then they can be manipulative and jealous and vindictive and possessive and vengeful and controlling, too intense, compulsive, destructive. And I think Scorpios get a bit of a bad rap because of those low vibrational qualities but when they're in their high vibration when they can be exactly who they are they're pure magic and there's a lesson in that for everyone right all right let us proceed working with scorpio energy during scorpio season i mean look embrace your sexuality if something came up for you when i was talking about shame and guilt around sexual expression earlier perhaps explore that a little bit deeper yeah Scorpio is sexy as hell but it does tend to play in the shadows and you know what there's absolutely nothing wrong with that embrace it use it to discover parts of yourself you've perhaps not dared to explore how you embark on this exploration is totally up to you deepen relationships but only if they're ready to go deep there's been a lot about relationships this year especially with venus retrograde if they're not ready to go deep 
if you've kind of gotten yourself to a point where you're like, I don't know if this is right for me, uh, make space for the deaths to occur, right? Feel into this from a calm and centered space and know that any transformation that takes place is always, always in your highest interest, okay? Let the deaths occur trusting that newness, new chapters, new beginnings will come in. Forgive and make peace. <laughs> let, let this be an affirmation for us. We shall not hold grudges during Scorpio season um, because it's pretty detrimental, I have to say. Um, it's usually a full moon exercise to forgive, but we should definitely be doing it during Scorpio season. Watch out for um, obsessiveness in Scorpio season with yourself and with others. If you've been holding a grudge, now is the time to let it go. I don't know how to do that personally. <laughs> My Mars in Scorpio loves lay grudge. All right. Um, allow your ego to die on that note. Allow your ego to die and see what births. A healthy ego is a really good thing for sure. But what if you allowed your ego to take a little bit of a backseat during this Scorpio season and see who you become. Ask yourself, am I being affected by this because my ego is bruised? Am I reacting this way from an egoic space? If you could come instead from the heart and be your authentic self in the moment, even if that's a little shadowy, again, how could the situation transform? I got to say, I put myself through that line of questioning all the time. Am I being affected by this because my ego is bruised? Most of the time, yeah, it is because of that. <laughs> Be open to big, big capital letters change. Whether you're longing for an epic change or not, be open to the possibility of it. Like I said, eclipse season will bring it. Scorpio season will bring it. If we close ourselves off from shifts in energy and deaths occurring, we stunt the growth cycle. Scorpio demands profound change. So start fantasizing and visualizing about what epic changes you're ready for. And then lastly, I spoke about intense emotions. It's really important that you embrace them. Scorpio is a water sign, so it is very, very, very likely that emotions will arise around this moon. And yes, it is likely that they will be intense. So bathe in them, enjoy them, really feel them and observe how they transform your inner psyche, your heart space and your ability to respond. If you can do all of this without judgment, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. All right, I'll be back next week. We're gonna walk through the Taurus lunar eclipse, which is taking place on the 28th of October. Uh, if you wanna become a subscriber to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes of this episode. You can do that for as little as $8 a month. Um, that gives you ad-free episodes, early access to episodes, a bonus episode every week. And if you become an Ascendant subscriber, access to the moon circles. If you want to book in a reading with me, I'm booked up in October, but there are spaces in November and December. I'm taking a few weeks off over the Christmas and New Year period. Um, but otherwise, I'm here. 
So book yourself in because they'll book out pretty fast. Uh, you can do that by clicking the link in the show notes or heading to jordanalevine.com forward slash readings. Thank you to everyone who has applied for astrology mentoring. I have to say there's a few of you that have put applications in and when I tried to respond, your emails are bouncing back. So if you haven't heard from me, uh, send me an email and let me know what's going on there. Uh, my email is jordana at jordanalevine.com. Uh, astrology mentoring, as a reminder, is for students of astrology or people who have done extensive self-study and are just looking for a little bit of guidance when it comes to doing natal chart readings or working with astrology in their business, whether you're a yoga teacher or an energy worker, or perhaps you're a school teacher that just wants to bring some astrology into your classes. I can help you out with all of that. If you would like to fill out an application form to work with me, again, there is a link for that in the show notes of this episode. Lastly, if you don't follow Luna Lover on Instagram, please go and do that. The handle is at Luna double underscore lover. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with all of your friends. All right, my loves, I'll be back next week talking about the Taurus lunar eclipse. Until then, I'm Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Lunar Lover, the podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.